free beer am i right let's get it popping uh what's wrong with my hands today i just you know what yeah there we go isn't that what you want to hear as soon as you get off of work good old beer no on the cool uh this beer is actually brought to me by it's a coronita so it's those little bitty ass corona beers uh you know what, guys? Welcome. Welcome, guys, to the Divinorum Forum podcast. And, of course, I am your host, Salvia the Mint. You already knew that shit. Um, surprisingly, I got a letter from, well, in my email from a uh, from Poland. So, yeah, believe it or not, guys, I have uh, listeners all the way in Poland, which... If you are in Poland, um, Jacob, I won't say your last name because I could barely pronounce it. So I'm not going to fuck that up. But um, Jacob is from Poland, sent me something that I'm going to have to like trans. How do I say translate? So what I'm going to do is copy and paste it on a like a Google Translate and switch it up. And, you know, how this dude knows English but it doesn't type to me in English. I don't know. I, I think that this is probably a, a a troll or something on him. Who knows? Because why would you be sending this? But anyways, it, it the subject line says the Divinorum Forum podcast. So I was like, oh, well, 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 I'll drink to that. Mm. But no, man, Um, what is this? Episode... I should have been more prepared with this. Uh, episode 36, everybody. Woo! Episode 36. Um, yeah, here we are. Not really much for an intro, but um, no, we're going to talk about some shit today, man. And uh, right before I get any further, uh, feel free to try to look me up on uh, Instagram. I, I'm getting, by the day, I think... Day by day, I'm getting at least seven to ten new uh, new ads <clears throat> followers on uh, Instagram. Uh, not so much on this uh, Snapchat. I guess it's Snapchat's not very uh, popular among the podcasters, but it was just some extra video content I was hoping to give you guys. Um, another another thing I wanted to uh, I want to be introducing some uh, 4k video soon and uh create and move this to um to youtube uh especially if i have like an hour-long video of me you know doing this damn show you know letting everybody see me looking at you guys and all this stuff interaction 
uh, I believe that numbers will probably get a hell of a lot better and uh, monetize as well because you can add, you can put ads in it and all that shit that everyone hates. But YouTube is basically a market if nobody's figured that out by now. <laughs> I can't stand it. Before I sip this again, I can't fucking stand it when you're watching a live concert and then it's like in one of those, it, it starts to, you know, build up to a crescendo. You know, like if those that know music, you all know what a crescendo It's basically moving, you know, building up to to a fucking peak or something. And, uh, or, you know, to play like loud. And anyways, uh, and then like right in the middle of that build up, it's just like, oh, a four minute ad or like a two minute ad that just completely kills your mood. And then you get back to it and you're like, man, fuck this video. Like, they had you. And that that's the whole deal for the market is to get paid off of that. And, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. And that's where I'm going to be taking this show is to YouTube. Uh, some of the shit that I do say will most likely get reported. And, uh, but, yeah. Um, anyways, so this uh, this episode is... Is really all about stepping outside of our comfort zone. Um, and hold on. Let me actually. Let me do something real quick. Holy shit. So this isn't a. Um, so here's what I did. I, I, I translated all of this. You got my name right. Salvia the Mint. Is that what it looks like in Poland? That's fucking cool. Um, okay. So. Right off the bat, this is not a troll. It's a, it's actually a dude asking for some dating advice. And uh, that's cool. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, you know what? I'm glad you came to me for dating advice. You might actually get some shit done. I'll tell you what, though. If you, you approach this person when on your knees begging for a date, you have already lost. <laughs> so... Real quick, I um, I I had a dream last week, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I never had uh, I don't I don't have fucking dreams very much. If you smoke CBD or THC, whatever the fuck extracts, uh, for some reason I don't seem to have very many dreams, except for whenever I stop smoking or stop using CBD or any of those products, and um. Anyway, it was very strange because I've been curious to try DMT. And recently, I've had a dream where either... Uh, by the way, I'm a Virgo. So, there was a, a, a robed woman in my dream that I couldn't make out the face because I didn't look at it or focus much on it. But this woman is... Oh, like, I'm reaching for the DMT to smoke it. And I'm saying, like, no, I'm going to do it. They're like, no, you're not. It goes, no. No, no. And they just keep saying no. And very little words to back that up. It's just no. And that was that was my dream. When I woke up, it was like uh, when I woke up from that point, it was like I, I have this feeling of maturity, almost like um, like you normally the things that make you mad. It's like I'm asking myself. Are you going to really put that energy out right now? Are you going to waste your energy? Like you have 100%, 100 grams of energy. And, you know, for this you have to burn like 25 grams. 
out of your hundred for the day. And it's like, well, you can pick or choose what you want to burn your energy on. Or you can roll it over like, you know, like minutes on your cell phone plan. You can roll that shit over to the next month or something. I don't know. But that it was like I started to really think about shit. And, you know, and start asking myself, is this really worth tripping about? Like, are you really tripping right now? Or is this just, you know, an uncontrolled circumstance that you just have no control over? It, it is what it is. You know, some things are not worth uh, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it have. It, it's almost like, dare I say it, reaching a breakthrough on my own or like uh, another level of consciousness, consciousness. I don't know. I think I'm projecting into, um, <clears throat> what's that fucking word? Like uh, enlightenment. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm beginning to to become enlightened on a lot of things, and um, I don't want to rush anything. You know, they say that ignorance is bliss, because the less that you know, the the less stressed out and fucking pissed you're gonna be. But that's whenever you have to channel your fucking energy, and you channel your energy to just say fuck it. I'm not gonna let that make me mad. You know, it is what it is. Is it life threatening? You know, is it like I can understand if you have one way to get to work and your car just gets totaled, you know, like, okay, I'm with you on that. Like, fuck, you know, that's terrible. But I mean, if you let's say you get to work and somebody's being an asshole that day that you were like, oh, I really don't need this. And now you're you're a bitch the rest of the fucking day because you're mad that they're pissed and like you Misery loves company. Don't don't adopt that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> it's good beer. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Corona or Coronita. I just killed that. What are we? Ten minutes in, and I'm already killed it. I've already killed it. Uh, these beers were courtesy of uh, of my wife's um, uncle and aunt and my uncle I guess her uncle was black and uh I guess he assumed that all Mexicans drink corona or something I don't know but he's a cool ass dude like it was really standoffish at first because I didn't want to be like like you know I don't know I didn't want to come off and introduce myself the wrong way but everybody's just chilling in their comfort zone and it's like you got to break out of that comfort zone because your comfort zone is where all of your dreams go and die. You know what I mean? Like, if I, uh, my interview with Mr. X, I know I keep talking about this briefly, but, uh, Mr. X, we, uh, I was, I was extremely nervous. I'm like, what am I doing? Is this stupid? Like, you know what I mean? And I had to channel all that energy away from me and just say, it's easier for me to sit here and do nothing than to get out there and do it. And look what happens. I had an amazing time. I, 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 and then I came to the conclusion that, you know, some people that I, that I, that I fuck with, some people that I talk with, you know, I'm, I'm asking them like, hey, would you like to come onto this show with me and just chill, drink a few beers, smoke, whatever, whatever you do, we'll do it on this show. It's, there's, 
it's no limitations, you know. It, it is what it do. You just want to kick it for a little bit, enjoy the time together, and then just blast off onto our, you know, back to our old lives. And they're like, yeah, that sounds cool. And, you know, these are guys that I was like, I thought they didn't like me because they don't talk to me or they don't interact with me at all. And that that's where my fucking thinking has fucked me over. For I, I could have had this shit going about a year ago. But I just procrastinated. And by procrastinating, it's like, for me, that's that's my comfort zone. It's to just keep going, doing my routine day in and day out. That's why I haven't said, fuck this job, I'm going to go get something else. Because I'm just comfortable. I'm just so comfortable. Well, fuck that, man. Sometimes you're not going to be comfortable. If you do a goddamn eight ball of cocaine and you have no cocaine tolerance... Yeah, the next couple of days are going to suck for you because you're going to be sweating that shit out. At least if you're me. Like if you did coke or something, you know, it, it's going to be uncomfortable. But you know what? You did the damn thing. What can you do about it, right? Anyways, guys, let's get into the meat, right? All the vegetarians out there, let's get into the veg. Or let, wait, let's get into the salad. How about that? The kale salad. Ooh, boy. I don't know about you guys, but I like uh, I like a kale salad. Kale's uh, delicious with a little vinaigrette on it and uh, some some sprouts. Oh man, y'all don't know. Everybody talks shit about vegetarians. Some of these are, are a good lunch. I would use like vegetarian meals for an excellent lunch. Um, maybe breakfast, maybe some hard boiled eggs or something. I'm trying not to eat so much. And I've gotten to the point where I, I don't have a belly anymore. I took a, I gained an ass ton of weight because I took some, uh, it's, it's called prednisone. It's a corticosteroid. And so it was speeding up. There was this recovery that I had. And, uh, and one of the side effects was like, you know, like hair loss and weight gain. So I was like, eh, fuck it. Anything to get these red patches off my face, right? And uh, little did I know that it was myself, my own habits, putting that shit on me. So, anyways, um, I, to <laughs> I totally forgot what the fuck I was saying. Hmm. Oh, well, weight gain. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so, yeah, I ended up gaining a lot of weight. I had one friend that was, like, making fun of me because as I'm taking this medication, I'm noticeably gaining weight by the week. And the dude was like, every time I see you, you just seem to get bigger and bigger. Like, stop eating so much. And then it was like a LOL. Like, like here's like a little jab in your fucking nuts. And, yeah. Uh, cool guy, though. But, yeah, look at me now. Just like Hood Rich Pablo Juan. If y'all ever heard this guy, he's got a song called Look At Me Now. I used to be broke. Used to be poor and nappy. Now them hoes look at me now. Or something like that. I don't know. It's a good jam. I like that kind of shit. Where instead of like like the little choppy. It's like, yo. That's one thing I got so tired of with like Suicide Boys. Is it's just like. It's like, yo, man. I got Call of Duty, bro. If I want to hear a fucking grease gun, just go. Bro, that, that's what I'm going to do, man. I don't, I'm not, I, ugh, I couldn't do it, man. And they do that shit on every, it's like that's their gimmick. 
which I'm not talking shit on Suicide Boys, but I kind of am. Like, that shit gets old. You can only do that for so many albums, and then it's just like, mm, there you go again. You know, it's like, oh, another chopped and screwed. Okay, yeah. And, uh, anyways. (laughs) God, I'm talking so much shit. You know what? I need another beer. Oh, yeah, so I, I forgot to tell, I finished telling you guys. So, on my wife's side of the family, you know, they're like traditional Mexicans. So, that means they're racist. And believe it or not, those of you that don't know shit about Mexicans, that uh, Mexicans have this idea that Mexicans marry Mexicans and they have kids with Mexicans. And uh, up until recently, I think the black community realizes that uh, Mexican girls are better than the white girls or something. And so now it's been like a real popular thing to see black guys with a Mexican chick, which, hey, man, ain't no shame in a motherfucking game, dog. You know what I'm saying? If you like honey sandwiches, you like honey sweet ass sandwiches. Shit, you feel me? <laughs> Shit, I ain't I ain't hating that. It, it's like man, it, it's like black people can only eat chicken. Fuck no. Speaking of chicken, that's what we had last night. And uh, every time I go in there, I don't like to go through the drive through because then you can't see who the fuck is back there in the kitchen. And you know if you walk in. And you don't see a black dude breading that fucking chicken back there making the magic happen. Fucking walk out. No. Hell no. That's like going to uh, fucking California for Japanese food. Like, bitch, what? Fuck no. Then all of a sudden they have like excellent Japanese food. And I'm over here like, god damn, I'm an idiot. Anyways, um, so yeah. I love, uh, and then, you know, what's funny, what's funny is that I think I have part, a partially black tongue that, um, when we were in Galveston, there was a black guy. I don't think, I don't know if I mentioned that this is black dude that made us the best wings that we've ever had. He didn't know that I'm the sauce boss. He didn't know that I want extra sauce to dip my fries in. He didn't know that, but he did it because I don't know. It's almost like he felt the energy. And that's that's the thing that that TLC that extra love that you get from a black dude. It could have been that he was really fucking high, cause I mean he's smoking a blunt outside when we left. So the dude could have been really fucking stoned, and he's like, "Man, I would have ate the shit out that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I did. I, in fact, I actually gave you a tip." And uh, so yeah, when it comes to chicken, bro, nobody knows chicken like your black folks. All right, and and I ain't even trying to be funny. I'm not trying to make no political stand shit, whatever. You know what it is. You don't go to a fucking Chinese person to say, make me some Mexican food. No, Come on. And uh, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, today's been, uh, it's been a really cool ass week because of that little enlightenment stage that I feel. I don't feel like I'm better than everybody. I just feel like people will eventually get there and you know what I mean I had an ex-girlfriend who believed that she reached enlightenment and she just started crying and I'm like why are you crying and she's like because like everyone is just so dumb no sweetie everyone's asleep you know why because it's comfortable it's comfortable to be asleep not anymore now that they know what they're doing to these damn kids Mm -mm. I'm not going to say anything to get this show scrubbed off the internet, but 
I will say this, fuck pedophilia. It will never be normalized. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. It's like pedophilia is the new racism. It's, it's like we're all Nazis against that shit. And we will Nazi the, your ass to death. Uh, I, I think those people shouldn't be... It's like some people can be institutionalized. Some people can spend 20 to 30 years behind bars for murder. Get out and go kill the person that put them back in behind bars. It's like, dude, did you not learn anything in the last 30 years? Your life is done. You're up. That's it. Get out of here. You're done. Goodbye. See you later. Like, your life was just vengeance. Hell no. Anyways. I don't know, man. I, I wish this for everyone. So I'm afraid to take DMT because what if what I'm hoping to gain by DMT, by trying it, what if I've already hit that point that I've already plateaued there? Because what I, I'm in search of uh, God. I don't believe that that God is just one ball of energy making shit happen. I believe that God is a ball of energy that is dispersed among every single person in this, in this world. Even in the animals. You know, if you, if you can touch your arm and you feel something, you can, like, I walk over to my cat and he's just laid out on the fucking floor in the middle of nowhere, like in the hallway. And I just bend down and just, like, just touch him on his leg. He, it, like, these animals have the same feelings as humans, you know, I, I mean, I'm not trying to get all metaphysical, you know, I'm not trying to get all, like, whatever, kinesiology and shit like that, but, um, I, I was just hoping that, that with DMT, that I would reach, uh, a better plane of existence, or I guess, you know, a, a new stage of enlightenment, and, after that dream, I'm scared. Then I had a buddy tell me that some pe- that it tricks your brain into thinking that you're dying, so it releases DMT. Well, some people will actually die from trying DMT, and uh, I haven't done any research on that just yet. But I'm a little fucking scared because it's like I want to try this, but yo, you know, I didn't know that you can die from whippets and the air can and shit until after you tried it. After I tried it. And then it's like, yo, people have been known to die from this, like, the first time. And I'm like, yo, I've done whippets, like, 500 fucking times. <laughs> it was funny, because sometimes the whippets, they make your voice go real low. So whenever you're hitting it, it just, uh, it, I don't know what it does to your vocal cords, but it's just like, I can't fucking imitate that shit, but you get what I'm saying. Anyways, let's get another beer. Yo, so check, man, I came up with this good idea. So I mentioned before that I want to start the 4K video, you know, and then uh, move this to a YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, you know, that's cool and all, but in the back, you know, I don't want to have just the same, the same old, uh, you know, backdrop every single time. So what I want to do is have like this little board, like a, maybe like a wooden frame with uh, some, you know, it, it, you know, the kind of shit that looks like a painting. It's got like the frame, the pieces of the board inside, and then it's got that tough, like, you know, canvas 
looking shit. Like like your shoes are made of. Like Chuck Taylor's kind of shit. You know, fabric. Anyways, I wanted to get one of those. And, um, and always have that behind me. Like have, you know, the name of the show. Like the Divinorm Forum Podcast. And then, of course, I'm going to sign it. And every for every person that uh, that I bring onto my onto this show, uh, everybody signs it or writes something on there with their name on it, so that they know like, yo, this person was here, and you know, just in the end, I guess it's something to reminisce all the shows and one, and just you know, like some people will see it in the back, and when it was completely white compared to like multiple interviews, and then you know what I'm saying. I mean, they're great ideas. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, let me get... Uh, I translated it, by the way. Uh, hold on. Oh, I got to scratch my back. Oh, God, it feels so good. <sighs> All right. So I translated the, to the best of my abilities, uh, the Polish shit that I said was actually about dating advice. All right, so here's this. Dear Salvia the Mint, you didn't have to say that, but okay. Cool. I am from Radomsko, Poland. Radomsko, Poland. Oh, shit. So this guy's from Poland. I've never heard of Radomsko. And uh, matter of fact, let me, we'll look that shit up later and see what's going down over there. Radomsko, Poland. Um. I recently lost employer and was a fan of your show. Well, hopefully you're still a fan. Uh, I wasn't able to afford my phone and services, so I lost touch. The last episode I remember was about COVID-19 quarantine. Um, he said, damn, that was a while back. Like when I was first on. Well, you know what, dude? I'm glad you've got yourself, uh, what does it say? I got a job, a new phone, and Spotify services. Oh, you put like spot and then hyphen if I, uh, your show is even better now than, thanks, dude. Thank you. You know what? Cheers. Cheers to you, buddy. There, that's my toast. Ah, fuck my ears. Oh, God damn. Hey guys, I am so sorry if I just clinked the shit out of your eardrums. But I have this mic turned up really high on my ear on my uh headset and that fucking like ping. Oh my god damn. Uh thank you. Thank you by the way. Shit, now I got a headache from that. Um there could be the corona. No. <laughs> What is this? Uh, spot. Okay, so it's, your show is now better than before. I took your advice before, and it helped me. What I, I want to know what that advice was. Like, what is it that I helped you with? Because that's what I'm all about. I'm all about like showing people that you can be yourself. You know what I mean? All right, all right. Let's keep going. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I am asking for some advice on dating. I want to ask a I want to ask a girl on a date who frequently visits my job. I am very shy. Like some tips. Perhaps what to wear or say. Do you, I'm I'm afraid of rejection, which might 
sound weak? Do I buy her dinner? Where do hopefully you get this? Jacob. J-A-K-U-B. So um, that was the best that I could translate that shit. By the way, dude, thank you once again for your fucking support. Uh, you can cash at me if you really want to support. No, I'm playing. Hey, good thing that you got a job, man. That's awesome. I know that during the, uh, the COVID-19... Uh, you know, this whole thing has really put some people's lives, including my own, on hold. I I have aspiring, uh, what do you call it? I, I, want, I, I want to hurry up and get in, in and out of college so I can get it over with and put my skills to good use and make money off of them. No shit. And um, anyways, thanks, man. Um, you are afraid of rejection. A lot of guys are afraid of rejection. And, uh, it, I totally understand where you're coming from. I used to be like that as well. I had no, no form of like what to say, how to even approach somebody. But, um, yeah, man, I totally know what you say. So let's, let's, let me, let me start back. Uh, so tips, perhaps what to wear or say, dude. Let me tell you this. You don't got to go overboard with your wardrobe. You wear what's like, you know, something. I, I tell you this, dude. A collared shirt and some and some jeans and some sports shoes, you know, athletic shoes, Nikes, you know, whatever the fuck you want to wear. You know, whatever's comfortable. Cool for you. You're not in this to get her fucking married, Right. You know, you're just trying to find out who this person is. So you don't have to take them to an expensive-ass restaurant. We'll get that. We'll we'll get there in a minute. Let me get back to what to wear. Um, this is this is the best knowledge that I have because I've been uh, I've been around so many girls in high school that I kind of figured out. And I'm not saying like I smashed them all, but I'm saying like I was friends with them. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they thought I was kind of gay or something because I was hanging around them. But little did they know, I was like the CIA getting information. And so I know things, a little thing or two about women. Um, I will say this. It kind of does matter what you wear. If you're trying to peacock, that lets you know that you're trying to too hard. And what I mean by peacock is if you're wearing stuff that deliberately stands out. Like extremely bright colors. Like if you're going to a nice dim lit restaurant, you don't want to have like yellow Gucci all over your body draped up and down. You know what I mean? The yellow tracksuit. Like, come on, dude. What are you fucking Russian? Well, he is Poland. Sorry, dude. I'm not trying to roast you or nothing. Um, <laughs> damn. Okay, so what to wear and what to say. So let's start with what you're going to wear. If this is somebody that frequently visits your job, I'm going to give you, um, I guess what to wear is, can you really pick your own clothes at your job? I must find out where you work. But um, yeah, comfortable clothes, nothing that has uh, screen pictures or nothing like that. Um, if you're going to approach her, you need to wear, uh, just a typical shirt, no pictures on it, no words, unless it's like your brand name or something, but 
Um, this is very, uh, very crucial. No more than two pieces of jewelry. I cannot stress that enough. I have seen dudes come in like I've seen dudes at a restaurant and you know they're trying to make too hard of an impression they have like uh, a couple of chains around their neck you know a watch on this hand a bracelet thing on the other hand and like four rings and like dude you're not fucking rich okay don't don't try to act like if you were rich you wouldn't be in this fucking olive garden you know what I mean like, you would be in a five-star goddamn restaurant if you were, like, a fucking rapper or something. So, there's no need to overdo it. As far as what to say, um, I, I don't... I, this doesn't say anything about whether or not you've spoken to this person before. But, uh, draw up small talk, you know? Talk about, I don't know, what kind of politics or something is going on in Poland or uh, current events. If you just go on the news... And just grab a few articles, study them, you know, just something, something that you believe that someone of her age group might be interested in, you know, Snapchat. My uh, my brother-in-law even told me that he's approached girls and well, instead of asking for their number, he's like, you know, hey, what's your Snapchat? And I'm like, yo, Snapchat, that's basically your new number because you can text, you can video and you can call. It's basically a new number. So that's fucking genius. You know, hats off to him. He's going to be getting pussy left and right. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, where am I at? So, yeah, what do you say? What do you say when you're trying to hook up? You know, it, it's best to just come off straightforward. Like, um, hey, uh, I, I know I'm still on the clock right now, but um, here, here's my Snapchat Um he goes, you, if you're not busy this, you know, it's like, if you're not busy this weekend, you want to get together and, you know, just hang out, have, you know, have dinner, I, whatever, you know, and just trying to just stop right there. And it's going to make her say yes or no. Now, you said you, you are afraid of rejection, which might sound funny. Let me tell you something, buddy. I used to be a player, too, believe it or not. And, um. Uh, I, it's like the se sex is what it is in the end. You, If your objective is sex, you're going to have to know that you're going to break hearts. But if you can't stand rejection, it's not going to work for you, buddy. It, it, you, You're better off just being where you're at right now. But let me tell you how to get rid of that. You have to keep in your mind that... Um, you, you have to keep this, keep this thought in your mind at all times. Is that you know how good of a man that you can be your potential to a woman you know how you can comfort them and treat them and buy them gifts and all this shit just like today i'm gonna surprise my wife with flowers she doesn't know that but you know what that's part of keeping the fucking spark alive in a marriage but you're over here trying to break the fucking ice so um if you really want to break the ice you know you can sit there and just try to make something you know one thing that i used to do was uh i would trap girls in in victoria's secret and i'd go to like the most ridiculous thong that has like leopard print and uh you know they have leopard print right there's just something that's like so cliche and weird and then you look at them and you're like oh these are perfect and so the girl next to you is gonna look at what you just said was perfect and look at you like is this guy serious 
And during that time, that's when she sees me looking right back at her, smiling. She goes, I'm not going to wear this. I just wanted to break the ice and get your attention. Hi, you know, I'm Salvia. You know what I'm saying? Like, just something, you know, just, oh, is this your cup? Is this your cup of coffee? He goes, no. Well, oh, okay. Hi, my name is, you know what I mean? It's just something to break that ice and get to talking with them. And if she's not sweating bullets, I'm, you you shouldn't be either. But, of course, women get approached more than guys. And uh, what else? If uh, once you break that ice, you know, you sit there and talk, you know, try to f- learn something. Because the way that you ask her out on a date, if this is your money shot, I'm going to give it to you. <sighs> okay, so you're going to talk about, um, you know, make your little small talk, but cut it short. You don't want to sit there and yap, 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 and then you got your whole fucking date done. You know, no, you have a little short, maybe three minute conversation then you ask like hey you know what you're i don't know if you hear this all the time but you're really cool like i uh, compared to most girls you're really cool like i want to get to know you some more because if you was would you like to have dinner you know this friday or this weekend are you busy this weekend i'd love to have dinner with you that right there lets her know he's interested He's trying to save the small talk for the dinner. And the dinner is where you start to learn about the girls. You know, you, you take them out to dinner. And it's not about how much you pay for a fucking dinner. It, it's about getting to know that person. Me and my wife, when we first met, we met up at uh, at this place called Buffalo Wild Wings. And honestly, that was really good for me because I love fucking hot wings. It's like another a second poison. But, you know... For her, it was, we got to know each other a little bit. And it was just right then and there, I, I, I made that decision and told her, like, I don't care who you're talking to, but um, you can just let them know that, that you're mine. Like, I don't, they, pff, no dude is going to stand out like me. And that, that right there let her know, I want you. You know, none of the other guys said, hey, do I have your attention? I want you. None of them said that. They just want the milk. They don't want the cow. They just want the goodies. And that's it. I told them, no, nah, no, nah, I want youth. I want to keep the goodies coming. Like, nah. And anyways, and you know, I will tell you this. Rejection. Rejection. You're going to get, with my experience, I got turned down eight out of ten times. Eight. I I, I would try to make a small talk with the girl and tell, ask her out on a date, try to get her number. And then she would just hit me with the, no, I don't think so. Or or they try to spare your feelings with the, oh, I'm seeing somebody right now. Well, then why the fuck are you talking to me? All you have to do is just say no. But, you know, they, they're they not trying to hurt your feelings too much. So, you know, they give you your bullshit experience. And that I was eight girls when I was about to think, it was like maybe seven chicks that turned me down. And I was starting to really doubt, like, maybe I need a six pack. Maybe I need muscles, which... It doesn't help. It doesn't help to be in. It, it doesn't hurt to be in shape. I think that actually might help your cause. But your confidence is what is most sexy. Your confident, not ego, not cocky. Just be confident, confident in yourself that you, you know, you don't have a problem talking to her and getting your number. And, and that's what it's all about. It. 
you know, it's a, it's a game in the end, but it's just like fishing. You know, every time you go fishing, you're not going to catch a fish. And, you know, it was like after eight different girls, I started to get, you know, a few. And when about the time that I met my wife, I was talking to, with my wife included. I was talking to three girls. One of them was a big party animal. She was pretty. Don't get me wrong. I mean, why? I'm not going to talk to her. if She's fucking ugly, but she's pretty. But she didn't have goals in mind. It was like, this is just a girl that's going to go to the club every weekend hell no oh hold on i gotta take this call all right and i'm back oh what a way to come back huh major comeback all right so um where was i oh yeah so yeah the the two other girls that i was talking to one was just like eh you know i'm just stringing him along i'm responding to him i think she would have gave me a chance but she was another immature person and then there's my wife and i was like i asked her straight up like so you don't go to the clubs or nothing on weekends she's like no no i'm over that like i'm i mean i like to go dancing every once in a while but like i'm over that shit you know and i was like yo do you get fucking wasted and drunk every weekend you're like no and i was like i got bills to pay i was like yo this woman is in she's in the know and it was all history from there. So, cheers to us. I'll, I'll hit the little sponge thing, or the windscreen. I'll hit that to toast to everybody. All right, everybody. So, here's all. Here's to those of you that are listening that are married. This one is for the good women. Cheers. <sighs> Which I know that's just kind of like rubbing this shit all in your face, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. But, yeah, you know, if you're in it, you didn't really mention or specify whether or not you're in it for just the sex. If that's the case and you're in it for just the sex, then, you know, you you follow that advice. Make her think that you care about her so that, you know, you get the goodies and then fucking leave. Or, you know, fuck it. Player. That's, that's the player mentality is that a lot of players don't realize that. You have to break a lot of hearts, and eventually that that catches up with you. So if it's like it comes with a catch, you know you can be a player, sure, but if you're not if you're not ready, if you can't hang, don't do it. It ain't worth it because you're just gonna get people hurt in the end, especially nowadays. You know how many girls will key their goddamn name in the side of your car, and they're just like, well, that's all the evidence I need, officer. Look, that's her name. She carved it right in there. You know, it's just it's like, yo, fell into that one. All right, uh, I'm not trying to stall too much on that. But where was I? I was talking about clothes. Um, Yeah, man, something comfortable. You don't have to wear your best fucking suit. You know, don't make it look like everything that you, every every piece of clothing that you own is like Gucci or Louis Vuitton designer shit. You know you got underwear, pajama pants and shit, basketball shorts. Come on, what dude doesn't have basketball shorts? Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm wearing right now, actually. I, I wear them on the weekend. I wear such, I wear sweaty pants all day, all week. On the weekend, I want, if I, can, I can't get away with wearing nothing. So because of the kids, I got to wear just basketball shorts. And anyways, it's all about comfortable. Um... 
So yeah, let me tell you a little bit something about rejection. And I'll tell you this. You know what kind of man that you can be. You know what you can bring to the table. If you want to treat this woman like she's the greatest thing in the fucking world, you know that you can do that. She doesn't have to know it, but you know. And so if you know that, you know, that you could treat her like a big, the greatest queen in the world and she don't want you, she is either A, not ready for somebody like you, or B, simply just doesn't deserve you. You know what I mean? Don't, don't put your, don't make a, you feel like she's something better than you. No, we're all humans. She just might not be ready for a guy like you and what you have to offer. You know, maybe she, that's what my ex, that's what happened with my ex. She wasn't ready to build a home and a family together. She was too busy, I don't know, gobbling dick. And, (laughs) hey, I don't blame her. I was in it for the pussy too. So, it is what it is. Like, in the end, I think that's the reason why I never left her is because it's like, hey, she's down to do cocaine and fuck me all night. So, why would not exploit that shit? It's like, hey, you like cocaine and I like cocaine and sex. So, win-win. Anyways, so that's the deal with rejection. Eight out of ten chicks are going to turn you down. You know why? Because they feel like they have way more options at the buffet. And it's true. A woman can go in... um, a woman can come into a bar and she can say, um, hey, I'm going to fuck somebody tonight. I'm going to get drunk for free. And, you know, she can walk up to a dude and he tell him, hey, if you buy me drinks and get me drunk, you know, I'll fuck you. And the dude's going to do just that. He's like, oh, OK, fuck. Yeah. Especially if she's not ugly. You know, it's like, well, here's that. It's a guaranteed lay. Now switch the roles here for a minute. What if a guy comes in and, to, and approaches a woman and says, hey, if you get me drunk today, I'm, I'll fuck you. It's like, well, she's going to look at you and laugh. She goes, yeah, well, if I get drunk, I can fuck any of these guys because they all want it. You know, and it it's completely different for men and women. So, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. I think it's the beer. Uh How about some marijuana, guys? Y'all wanna, y'all want some marijuana? Let's let's bring some pot into it. So of course, this is 2020, and we only deal with extracts. Not necessarily big on flour anymore, but uh, let's see what this thing can heat up. I like this thing because it'll pre it'll preheat my coils. And then my extracts just kind of smooth sail out of there. Ooh, pardon me. Sorry, I try not to burp on 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 set. Y'all hear that? You hear that? There we go. Thank you, by the way. Hold on. Oh, God. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, Oh, my. That's the downside. Ooh. Yeah, man. That's the downside to, uh, extracts man they smack oh my god 
Let me pause this. I got the hiccups. Oh my god. I did not mean for oh, for that to happen. I got the fucking hiccups. But you know what? That's because of the shit that I chose. I chose some very strong 90% extract. And uh yeah, man. That's where we're at. Let me try to get rid of these fucking you know what? That actually might have worked. I read on Google just now, like, if you hold your breath for, like, 20 seconds and uh, slowly release it. And then uh, I think two two other options were, like, um, what is it? Pull on your tongue. I thought that was funny. It said gently pull. What was this? Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, what is it? grab the tip of your tongue and gently pull it forward once or twice. And, yo, I thought that was the stupidest shit. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to look like a dumbass and do this. It works. It actually works, guys. Do you hear any hiccups? No, they're fucking gone. So either I held my breath and that did it or I pulled my tongue. And that's good shit to know, man. I didn't know that. Damn. Look at that. Go, go internet. Um... Alright, I'm wasting way too much time on this shit. Okay, so, yeah, dude, fuck rejection. If she wants you, she wants you. If you're gonna, it comes down to this. If you're gonna fuck, you're gonna, she's gonna let you fuck. Uh, that's just how it's gonna go. If she wants to fuck you, that's the only way it's gonna happen. Uh, do I buy, and then the next question, do I buy her dinner? Abso-fucking-lutely. Absolutely. So it, it's, you know, it's your treat. To get to know her. Now whether or not you spend a hundred dollars or more. Or I don't know what they got over there in Poland. But I guess if you take her to a five star restaurant. As opposed to fast food. Or you know whatever. That's on you. You know. Now then there comes down to the chicks. They're always going to say. Well the man should always pay. Does that mean that he gets a guaranteed blowjob on the way home? Like, if the man should pay, then the man should get laid. Like, that it, it's an even exchange, is it not? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. And I'm only speaking for, like, people on a date. You know what I mean? If my Every once in a while, my wife will spoil me and take me out. Uh, she ran up an $80 tab one time, and I was waiting for, the, the you know, the, the server. We were at a sushi bar, and we were getting, like, quail eggs uh eel all sorts of shit and she uh she went behind my back when i went to go pee she asked for the bill and uh she or she paid the tab and uh and tip and so when i came back i was like man where's this fucking asshole with our tip with our check like i'm trying to get out of here like you know and she's like oh i already paid and i was like yeah what (laughs) you paid thanks like that's awesome, and you know, she, I mean, it's not every time. I every time I get like a bonus or something at work, you know, I spoil. I I take my family. I we do something with the family, and I mean that's because I got kids. You on the other hand, my guy, Mister Jacob, you have um, you know, no family, or I don't know your fucking story. You didn't give me too much to work with here, but um, do you ask the question? Do you buy her dinner? Yes, that is um. That that is a, a definite, but you don't have to take it to something very expensive. In fact, 
if y'all if you came over to like the house like if you were at if she let's say you told her to come over to your place and he's like hey you know i'd like to take you out to dinner but i think that i can make you you know that's a good icebreaker too to ask her out on a date you just say like hey you know i'd like to try my hand at some dishes too that i think you would like so if you could stand my cooking i'd like to you know have I'd like to get to know you more over dinner. And then there, that it's like, how many dudes are saying, hey, let me cook for you? You know what I mean? Dude, and, and if she helps you clean up those dishes, she's a fucking keeper. But there you go. Instead of saying, hey, you want to come back to my place? No, you're already there at your place. You, you, see, you see what I'm saying? You're going to get there. Yeah. Hit them with the, oh, yeah. Well, it's time to get twifty. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get Swifty in here. Then you pull off your panties or something and, and what shit on the floor. <laughs> Anyways. Um so yeah, dude. Uh definitely buy dinner. Do I buy her dinner? Um, it's short. That's only if she's not down for you to make dinner. I think you'll score way more points if you make dinner. Let's say, like, uh, like if I know what I do know today, I'd cook my wife a steak. I'd say, hey, you know, I, I'd like to take you out to, like, Texas Roadhouse, but I think I can do it better. That's your confidence right there, buddy. There's your confidence. And that's what's going to get you that number. Because I think I can cook you a steak better. And then, boom, my man, you got it. Make sure you got some wine. Girls are not very big on beer, but they for sure love that goddamn bottle of wine. So make sure you get them that wine, nice and cold, glasses, set the mood. You know, you don't got to put a candles all over the place, but it wouldn't hurt. Let her know, like, it's a little bit romantic. You know, you. it's like, hey, if she says, oh, I don't know if you're expecting to get laid tonight. No, I just want to set the mood for your palate. It's like, I want you, I want you, I, I want to just set the mood for your, for all this flavor. And that's the that's the thing down here in the south. You just mate, you about to get smacked with all this flavor. You have no idea. We got flavor. It is what it is. You don't have to be black to be black. I mean, wait. <laughs> you don't have to be black to have flavor. You just gotta be from the south and learn about southern comfort. But yeah, man, um, I'm jumping out of my comfort zone. I'm just saying, fuck it. I'm gonna try to get more and more people on this damn thing. It's fun. You know, it's cool. It's like a moment where you can just be yourself. And what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with being yourself. Um, I I I know I said I said that I'm not gonna do it, but I looked at the uh, at the numbers on this show, and the people that are like 65 and above have skyrocketed, which can only tell me one thing: that I have police looking at this shit. That's the only thing. This. This entire show is like Dane Cook. Do you see old people going to see Dane Cook or uh, or Chris D'Elia, you know, live? No, you get like young teenagers or, or 20-year-old, 21-year-old, you know, women or guys, whatever. You get what I'm saying. It's It's aimed at a younger crowd. So to hear so many older people, you know, that's either cool or, you know... Some of the old guys have some narcs around. But, um, and that's cool too. You know, enjoy the fucking show because A, you will never catch me doing shit. And B, um, you will never catch me doing shit. So, 
you know it's like once once you take somebody and educate them on the law and what you can prosecute like what you can and cannot legally do well then that information in the wrong minds will fuck you and so yeah there's that it's like i don't i don't know i can say whatever i want and the mere fact that i'm drinking alcohol just throws it out the window none of this can be used in court i can be like yo oh man this alcohol is hitting me but i killed like 72 people in this other country and nobody would be able to use that because it's like hey he's obviously drunk you know (laughs) just a little tip by the way yeah it's funny how the law works speaking of time for another beer now i want to do something for you guys real quick uh, well, first, for me, I want to open this fucking beer, so. Oh, my thing is fucking broken. You know what? Still got it open, bitch. Still got it open. Okay, with a broken can or bottle opener. Damn, that whole, it for real just broke. Oh, well, I have another one. So yeah, um, you know what, I think I'm far enough into this that I think if you're actually listening at this point, um, I think I, I can actually re- I reach your brain. I can actually reach some people. So there's this guy I've been listening to lately, and let me find him. His name is, he's a bishop, he is Bishop Larry Gators, G-A-I-T-E-R-S. And mind you, this guy, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. He has 91.5 FM. Like, he's got WFI, WBFI, 91.5. He's got a radio. And he he's always talking about the mind of, like, like global manipulation of reality, COVID-19, uh, Black Lives Matter, and the Luciferian state, and the uh, deep state, and destroying the U.S., this guy, you know, I, I immediately, I love uh, conspiracy theories, but this guy, he breaks down some shit, and if you look it up, it's fact. Like, the KKK was not created. It was recreated by, like, somebody who works with the the Rothschilds. And uh, the Rothschilds, they, they owned the federal bank. They owned the money. They basically create the money. And, um... They, the Rothschilds are also behind the Black Lives Matter movement. And and then it, it comes down to it that he goes back into it where... Uh, if y'all remember Kanye West, he did a campaign speech talking some nonsense about Harriet Tubman, right? Well, he's actually right. Like, uh, this guy goes in to talk about Harriet Tubman... And how the only like she of course people get, go get by with saying, oh she uh she freed the slaves right like she freed slaves and helped people, but let me tell you about those slaves. Sorry, all right. Let me tell you about those slaves. Those slaves were the excellent at their craft. They were the best of the best. Like a blacksmith, the best of the best. They had the the best, you know, mason worker, the best field worker, whatever the fucking slave did that was their craft. And they mastered it. She recruited them. 
and they were going on to build the White House. And, uh, dude, you might say this motherfucker's full of shit. Look it up, man. Or hear it for yourself. This guy is highly educated. He was, he was saying that basically that God and dark, like darkness is real. And, you know, some people have been, they've received rewards for accepting the darkness. And that's why it continues to go on today. Like, he even talked about, like, fucking adrenochrome. How that is basically, it, they, it's, oh, man. I'm not going to yak your fucking ears off about that shit. But if you guys want to, uh, you can definitely check him out. And his podcast is called Global Spiritual Revolution Radio. He even tells everybody that he is a contract killer. He's a contract killer. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, Bishop Larry Gators. He's got his own. I'm going to subscribe to him right now. That's cool. And so the most recent is Kobe Bryant, Luciferian Project Completed, with special guest Larry Gators. Like, holy shit, man. That's part four. He's got part three, part two. And this guy goes down into, like, these, uh, you know what you have, like, the Skull and Bones, secret societies and stuff. Well, they have all black secret societies, too. You know, they're not all just mixed white people and all that. No, it goes both ways, dude. And, man, it, it's it's really cool because when when you listen to this guy and you, and you stop the podcast to 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 go and research what this motherfucker's saying it, it's it's fact it's on there and you're like why isn't this a big deal right now like why are people wanting to spirit, push spirituality and say maybe god doesn't exist i believe that now like i said before that god is a piece of all of us we are all in it and if we die, we are reincarnated into something, whether it be a plant, an animal, or, you know, whatever. But, or another human. But if you reach that enlightenment, if you reach that, that new, you know, as, if you, I guess, how do I say it? Like a new plateau? It's like you, you don't die and just come back. I think that's what... Um, we're like, what am I, what is my purpose, what is the purpose of life? The purpose of this life is to ascend so that you, you stop doing this, repeating it over and over and over again. Have y'all noticed that history is repeating itself over and over and over again? When you knock down these monuments, when you knock down these statues, you're sweeping everything that happened under the rug. Why? So it can start all over again. Never thought that, huh? Never thought to cross your mind that history is deemed to repeat itself if you cover it up. And that's exactly what's happening. Do y'all see it with the police? The police have been militarized and now they're like Nazis. If you like it, it, I'm man, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but they're like fucking Nazis. Egotistical fucking Nazis, y'all. Fuck them. You know? And they still ain't got me. You cannot get me. You will not get me doing shit. You know why? Because of the, the whole speed up. But you know, let me tell you guys how cops pull you over. If you realize that there's a cop behind you, 
and you're on the highway or something or put your put your car in cruise control put it in cruise control and what you'll see is the car will the the cop behind you will back up he'll put a lot of space and then just inch by inch start getting closer and closer and closer to you which for some people will raise their anxiety and make them try to put more of a gap between them not knowing that they're speeding and then they just pull you over hey i got you for speeding like well no shit dude you're riding my ass he's like i don't want to hear it you're speeding it's right here got you on my little clockers cocksucker mania thing i don't know but yeah that's what cops do they it's like they and once you realize that their job is simply to make their the, the money of the city they're the bullies of the city they have to legally shake you down so the only way to stop you is by fucking up by speeding you know it's like no not over here you're not gonna get me like you you can sit there and and violate all my rights in front of me i will get it all on film but you will still get nothing you can take all my shit i could have like a pound of fucking weed in my car and you take it and i'm not gonna fight you because eventually you will hand that right back none of which is it you know and if you know your rights you can flex them to where they can't take you do not give any uh any consent to searches and uh and that's what I do. When it's like, hey, you mind if I take a look in this car? Absolutely. I do. So why? You, you wouldn't have anything to hide in there, are you? Because no, but you guys throw my shit all over the place and you don't put shit back and I'm not going to handle that. I can't have that. No. Because unless you have any probable cause, you will not be searching my car. Am I free to go? Can I be on my fucking way, dick? And you know what? I've had that happen near my job. Um, I got off early one morning. No, mind you, I work overnights. So normally I'm around like 6.30, 7 o'clock. You know, I'm getting out that bitch. But this time we got over like almost close to 5. So I'm like, it's Friday or it's Saturday morning. You know, it's 4 something in the morning, almost 5 o'clock. Hell yeah, I'm going to start my weekend now. And this guy, you know, the cop is sitting there riding my ass, you know. And I'm like, no, you're not going to pull me over. You're not. It's like, I, you, and, and if they can't pull you over, if they can't do nothing to get you to pull over, it, you could have 10 dead bodies and 20 kilos of cocaine in that vehicle, and they can't do shit. <laughs> that's pretty dope, isn't it? But that's what a lot of people don't understand is that the cops, they use, like, reverse psychology against you. And, um... It's best for you to be well-educated on your rights so that you know that while they're trying to hype you up and get you all frustrated to where you show some kind of instability, that's what they want. They was like, give us an excuse to put you in handcuffs to get rough with you. And it's like, well, no. How about, no. I'm going to be on my way. And, and you have to remain as proper, as calm as possible. And just ask them because is uh, is there a reason behind uh, this this altercation? Like, what happened? Is there have I done anything wrong? Have committed a crime or traffic violation? And of course, you know, just like eh. He goes. So does that mean I'm free to go? You're like, if you don't want to talk to you, then then you put your car and fucking you know start turning your car on. That'll get his attention. It's like, nah, bitch, I'm not gonna play your fucking ego games. 
you're not going to walk back and forth and sweat me and shit like, no, if, I, if you ain't got no reason to pull me over, dude, put that bitch in drive. I'm out of here, bitch. Well, they got a problem with that shit. I'm sorry. What's what's your supervisor's name? Uh, You know what I mean? Just like, like, can I get your badge and your number and actually write that shit down? Like, let them know. Like, oh, okay. I don't see the point behind this stop. And, you know, I, I, I can't just let you continue to do this to everybody else. So I will be contacting your superiors and blah, blah, blah. Dude, that's how you do it. You got to be a male Karen to the cops. All of a sudden, that puts them in their fucking place. They go home and beat their wives because that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's why somebody puts them in their place. They go home and take it out on their wife. And that's why they call them wife beaters. I think that's pretty accurate. All right. So I'm going to go surprise my wife real quick with some flowers. And... Uh, this is stepping out of my comfort zone, you know what I mean? Like exactly what I was talking about earlier. It's about getting out there and doing this shit. I don't want to get out right now. It's 7.45 in the morning, but let's go get it. I'm going to get blasted and uh, get behind the wheel of a car. So let's do this. Yeah, and just like that, I am back. Oh. So those Coronitas, I had about like three more of those. And then uh, a little puff off the vapor off the little vaporizer and then took off to walmart and then i realized i left my like i left my earbuds my earbuds here at the house so i had to walk around listening to a podcast about conspiracy theories and stuff and just with it through the phone speaker some people didn't like it but you know what fuck them i don't i ain't here for them right i'm here to do i'm here to get my damn flowers anyways so my wife's expected to be home in about a half hour. I'm going to try to wash my hair, look like something presentable. And hopefully she likes these flowers. I went, you know what? Normally I would have just picked some roses, but I do that every time. So this time I just got like a bunch of flowers. Oh, now this cat wants to leave the room. You know what? The cats, they got a mind of their own, don't they? You know what, man? At this point, I'm getting really trashed. Um, I've got like 15 minutes until until uh, my wife gets off and comes home. So, it's time to whiten up the eyeballs. Yeah. My eyes right now look kind of, uh, kind of like lava. <laughs> uh, they feel like it. There you go. One dab in each eye. A little dab will do you. You don't need to drown your eyes with eye drops. Only the paranoid do that. No, I'm serious. That's really all it takes. It's just one drop from each, uh, from the eyedropper. That's what it's designed for. <laughs> People are like, no, I need like 15 drops in each eye. Hey, that'll get it done too. Man, oh shit, it's going to be a hot one. It is 8.43 a.m. and it is already hot. I'm already sweating around my neck. Maybe that's why I've been losing so much weight. It's like, you know, 
It's this summer heat. I'm like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me wrap this bitch up. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for checking me out lately. Or, you know, bleh. Thank you for being a part of this. Um, I'm going to, I think uh, one of my next episodes here in the very near future will be with uh, with a guest. And we're just going to kick it, man. Just chill. A day in the life between two people. Just, you know, sharing thoughts, beliefs, whatever. Uh, but, of course, I've got a life to go live. Um, here we go, guys. Uh, hit me up at salviathemint at gmail.com for any questions, confessions, comments, concerns. You know, I'll be more I'll be more than happy to hear it. Um, I, I don't put names out there except for Jacob. He put his name twice. But anyways, um, yeah, good job, guys. Uh, what else? What else? And hit me up Facebook, right? The Divinorm Forum has a page. Um, if you want, you can hit that up, you know, like it, whatever. Say it's trash. I don't give a fuck. Uh, anyways, man, I got a life to go live. I'm gonna, I think the kids are awake, so we're going to see what we're going to cook up for breakfast. Um, and yeah, man, everybody just, you know, enjoy this moment. We're alive, guys. If you're listening to me, you're fucking alive. That means something. You know, if you were dead, you would be like, yo, quit wasting your life. Or, you know what I mean? This is your time to make this a great day. Y'all have a good one. Peace.